Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports right here on The Voice of the Central New York Sports Fan. The score 1260. Boy Green here with you 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. And we are a week out from the NBA draft, so let's go to our main man, and that is Brandon Scoop B. Robinson of the Scoop B. Radio Network. He's the host of the Scoop B. Radio podcast, and he is also a columnist or for Basketball Society. So let's welcome in Scoop B. Welcome back to the show, man. It's been a while. My brother, I thought you forgot about me. I felt like a redheaded stepchild. Well, I'm How glad I was able to find you. That's because you're on TV and radio all the damn time. So uh, it was pretty easy to find you. Uh, so you were not uh, that lost. Appreciate you uh, yes. gracing the airwaves here. So I think the first thing I want to talk to you about is a viral piece uh, you had uh, earlier this week that's been getting a lot of pub in a lot of different places. That was uh, your insight on the LeBron James situation and something that occurred Wednesday night. Uh, fill us in. Well, yeah, I wrote a piece Monday. I got a text message from a buddy of mine that's based in Cleveland, and essentially he said to me that um, he got word that LeBron was meeting with uh, Cavs Brass um, to discuss uh, the future. I'm paraphrasing, but essentially um, I took that as whether he was opting in or opting out. Um, I learned very quickly uh, that Cleveland fans are very passionate uh, about uh, their team, their sports, and one LeBron James, and uh, yeah, trolls are alive and well. Uh, but um, the meeting that I uh, was told about uh, was happening um, essentially was a formality. Kyrie Irving had a similar meeting, except you know he um, requested a trade, and the trade uh, information that was leaked uh, it was actually leaked and got to the press. Um, so. When I wrote that story, I thought it was a pretty much a formality. You have to be careful sometimes with headlines because uh, I think people took that as um, LeBron was making his decision today, and LeBron has until June 29th to you know essentially decide whether he'll opt in or opt out. Do you think that he's going to do them uh, the due diligence? Because as this basketball offseason schedule works, the NBA draft comes before NBA free agency, and technically LeBron James doesn't have to say anything to Cleveland. Uh, they could go about their draft plans, and then after, shortly after the draft, he could say, see ya, I'm out of here, or he's staying, or whatever he'd like to do. Do you believe that LeBron James is going to inform the Cavs of whatever his decision is before the NBA draft next Thursday night? I would hope so, uh, and I'll tell you why. Uh, you, you guys all remember 2010, uh, and that's all I pretty much have to say. He 
did not clue in Cleveland the first time around whether he was going to resign or, or what have you. And I just think an older LeBron James, you would think, would uh, let folks know it's business, but he's from the Northeast Ohio area, 30 minutes from Cleveland. You would hope that he would make some type of uh, acknowledgement that he would leave. So I would hope so. You would think so. It would be the right thing to do. We're not going to get at the decision part two. That was uh, what you were uh, implying there with the 2010 thing. Uh, I mean, that obviously was, wasn't was handled in the correct way. I'm taking my talents to South Beach. It's something that people still parody, people still make fun of to this day. I mean, we're not getting that this time around, are we? Well, I'm going to tell you what I think. I think that just taking time away from Twitter. Uh, I was reading about um, this LeBron's media network uh, as it relates to um, how he can break his own news and how players are, are, mm. are, are breaking their own news. Um, and I think that it would be cool. I mean, every decision that LeBron James has made, it's gotten better. LeBron James, back in 2010, uh, offered the opportunity for players to control their own narrative and how they go about it. And the term taking my talents is a thing. Okay, so you did that in 2010. 2014, he did an as-told-by story with Lee Jenkins. Wouldn't it make plausible sense that with all of the media technology, mm. the partnerships with Turner, with Maverick Carter, his business associate and all, that he breaks the news on Instagram? Sure. To me, that, make, that makes perfect sense, and, and that ties into the evolution. Like, think about it. LeBron went zero dark dirty for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He had one more post on Instagram since then. Uh, I think it was a crown, and I am the dream or something like that. I can't remember. Could you imagine that the very next post would be something with uh, his media network, a video of him saying where he's going? I mean, he has really taken the game to another level, like, because the decision was something we had never heard about. ESPN continued to plug that thing, and now he can kind of control his own narrative. Plus, I mean, even since then, we have the development of the Players' Tribune, where a lot of players have announced their decisions uh, via that uh, form of media as well. Yeah, I visited, I was invited to the Players' Tribune uh, a few months ago. I was there with Danica Patrick and, um, and bumped into Hannah Storm. And what I will say is the Players' Tribune is, 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 is definitely um, on it. Charlie Villanueva's brother actually is, is, uh, works over there uh, and, and just celebrated the birthday the other day. But what I'll say is the Players' Tribune controlling that narrative is, is so important to the player. I remember when I was in grad school, at school, I did an independent study on celebrity and the changing nature of sports journalism. And Mark Cuban uh, was part of the, the case study that I did. It was my final project and talked about how he doesn't need um, media in his locker room with 24-hour news coverage uh, following him. They can create their own narrative. Um, and this was in 2011 when I did my, 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 my uh, dissertation. And, you know, eight years have passed since then, seven, eight years have passed since then. Um, how prophetic that statement was, um, it's the truth. You don't need a journalist to, to break the story. It's cool if you're an insider. And the, the issue of brands is so important in breaking news now because, you know, players are so tight-lipped. Like Lee Jenkins has the inside in doing the as-told-by story that he did when LeBron had the I'm coming home. You know, LeBron has always been innovative. And to me, the Instagram um, notification or the, you know, the, the, the Twitter, you know, notification with video just seems like the progression of, of just 
LeBron being uh, his own entity and his own brand, I think that's what he offers to um, his legacy and, and, and sports. You know, people often want to make the comparison to Michael. I think that the, the new media and the technology portion is something that you know LeBron has has added to his repertoire. We're speaking with Brandon Scoop B. Robinson. He's a columnist for Basketball Society and, of course, the host of the Scoop B. Radio Podcast Network. And I do want to give a plug here. A special Father's Day episode of Scoop B. Radio is coming out on Monday. And uh, I could speak for my co-host on the morning show, the Man Show Show Boy Green, Jim Lurch. Uh, his favorite holiday is Father's Day. So uh, shout out to all the dads out there, 100% for sure. Make sure you tune in. And yes, and uh, with that being said, the NBA draft is a week from today. Let's jump into it. You are going to be meeting with players. You're going to be at the NBA draft festivities next week. So let's jump in on a couple of prospects here of uh, great interest. First off, uh, why don't we go to DeAndre Ayton, who he expects to be the number one pick. He's made that perfectly clear. And uh, with a lot of connections uh, with his family to the Phoenix area, he could be very well uh, the number one pick. Yeah, number one pick. Um, I've been actually closely following uh, this 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 process of the Phoenix Suns over the past month. I, I actually, you talked about Father's Day. Had Josh Jackson, uh, who represented the Phoenix Suns uh, at the draft, uh, or rather at the lottery uh, last month. He was he and his mother were actually on the Mother's Day episode of Scoopy Radio, um, and he talked about it, how excited he was to you know to be uh, in that number. And, and speaking of, of Josh Jackson, you know. I think what's interesting about the Phoenix Suns is uh, literally DeAndre Eaton can be a game changer. He's, he has said that um, he thinks that he could be a game changer. He's compared to Sean Kemp or David Robinson uh, at 7-1. Uh, has excellent footwork, in my opinion. And I think he's going to be a generational center. I think that, um, you know, it's interesting how we talk so much about legacies now. Um, he realizes the brand that he is, the legacy uh, that that um, he can leave. And um, I think Phoenix has been a team that for years um, has not had success. I want to say since Sean Marion and Steve Nash and company left. And for DeAndre Ayton, who believes that he's going to, to, to be drafted by that team, um, I think it speaks volumes, and I think that they're young enough of a team that I think the Suns rebuilding around him can do something similar to what the Sixers have done and just, you know, selecting young talent. Um, he and Devin Booker would be a monster on Sports Center every night. Uh, and, and I think the sky's the limit for that team. And with that being said, let's go to another popular prospect. And many people have compared him to Steph Curry even since his days at Oklahoma. That is, of course, uh, the polarizing prospect, Trey Young. Yeah, man, guy out of Oklahoma uh, that put up crazy numbers of 6'2", 180 pounds, uh, often compared to um, Steph Curry. I think his shooting um, in college was much better than Steph Curry's. Um, you know, I think that him going to the Atlanta Hawks team when he projected that he'll go there um, would, would definitely help them. Uh, they were in the doldrums last season, but you wonder um, – if they do draft him, will Dennis Schroeder be shipped out? I said this on another show. Um, it reminds me so much of when Kyrie Irving came to the Cleveland Cavaliers um, and they had a vet in Baron Davis just sitting there, already there. That could be threatening to some people, but the difference with Schroeder is really Schroeder averaged about 19 points a game. Schroeder legitimately could star on another team. He, he, he looks like the type of player that could star in an, with an Indiana Pacers team. Um, but I think w- when you look at... Uh, 
Trey Young. Often comparisons go to Steph Curry. Uh, Mike Bibby is another uh, guy. I think he makes great decisions on the court. Um, he knows when to shoot. He knows when to pass. Uh, he plays a controlled game. And in the half-court system, uh, I, I think he's going to cause havoc. Uh, and I think that uh, Atlanta, would, that would be a steal for them uh, at that position. So when they get him. And uh, let's uh, get one more in here, and then uh, we'll uh, talk about a couple of other things as we're leading up here. Uh, Mikhail Bridges out of Villanova, a very talented prospect, likely to go into the top ten. What do you know of this cat? Now Vern, Pennsylvania's finest, right on the main line of Philadelphia. <laughs> uh, a home guy. I actually went to school down the street from Villanova and was, and was hearing about this junior probably a year earlier. Uh, people often make the comparison to Otto Porter, uh, Robert Covington as well. He had a first first uh, role seat to seeing Covington play. Uh, I like the, uh, a blue collar uh, Kevin Durant comparison as well. Um, nearly fifty percent of his shots came from beyond the three point arc, uh, where he's efficient. He's uh, about forty three percent from the three, I believe. Uh, people often knock his strength. Um, they say he's not a physically uh, a physically gifted player. I think the NBA's game now is so much a f- finesse. Uh, another comparison that I make uh, in my cup, Michael Bridges, is uh, Brandon Ingram, uh, who I had on Scoopy Radio last year. Uh, I, I made that comparison to Brandon Ingram as a, as a Kevin Durant. I think those tall, lanky guys, there's a process that has to take place before they fully get it. Um, he has a seven foot wingspan at six seven, uh, and it's that lazy game uh, that that that. I think started kind of with Tracy McGrady and has morphed into, you know, the the, the Brandon Ingrams and the, and the Kevin Durant's of the world. Still, he's pegged at potentially going seventh with the Chicago Bulls, and uh, I, I like him. I think in the long run that that's going to be a slow burn, um, and I think he'll last in the league for a long time. And, again, we're speaking with Brandon Scoopy Robinson, columnist for the Basketball Society and host of the Scoopy Radio podcast. So I guess my last question for you here, uh, Scoopy, uh, before we get you out of here, we will bring you back on a week from today on NBA Draft Day. You will be meeting with several players, and uh, you'll be with those players leading up to the NBA Draft. So I guess uh, from a week out, what are you most? who are you most excited to uh, speak with, uh, or what are you most excited to uh, even be about uh, being at the NBA Draft next week? What are you most looking forward to um i'm looking forward to like i said i i've spoken glowingly about michael bridges i, I like him uh aiden I, I like as well because i think he has something gifted i don't think he's a fluke and i really like the phoenix suns in the direction that you're going um i think those are the two things i like and uh Honestly, I, I like the gatherings, the parties, the get-togethers, and all the free stuff. Can't lie. <laughs> My man, Scoop B. Fantastic to talk to you, buddy. Can't wait to talk to you next week on NBA Draft Day. It's a special event. All these players' lives are going to change uh, for the better. It's going to be a special moment. Scoop B, thank you so much, man. Scoop My brother, thank you. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. 
Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O-N. L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldejanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. 